0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW proof. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff
2: Griffin.
3: Welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I am here with Jeff Griffin in the city of Regina, and we are doing the ultimate Rough Riders weekend. That's the CFL for those of you who don't know. I didn't know before I came here. It's our first Rough Riders game. We had such a great time this weekend.
2: They told us we were going to a football game, but really it wasn't a football game. It was like a celebration that defines this whole province of Saskatchewan. You know, sometimes people will say football is religion. In this case, that doesn't really (laughs) describe the full effect of how much these fans are into it here. Uh, I've been a sports writer for many years before we began doing this and I have never seen such devotion to a team as I've seen here in uh, Regina, Saskatchewan in the Canadian Football League.
3: The Rider Nation, as they call it. We've had such a fun time. Again, my first CFL game, I've been to some NFL games, I love college football games, but there is something about being here in Regina, being here in Saskatchewan and going to a Rough Riders game. We got schooled basically on how this all works, how to have the best ultimate Rough Riders weekend and we've been having a great time.
2: This is kind of an unusual situation with the Rough Riders. Regina is a city of about 250,000 people, and they're competing against cities like Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, international cities with millions of people. They do it here, and also they don't have a private owner of the team. The team is publicly owned. You can purchase shares. It's a lot like, for those of you who are NFL fans, it's a lot like Green Bay. The smallest city in the league has the most devoted fan base and is publicly owned.
3: Yes, and before we leave, Jeff is having me drive out to the stadium so he can buy his own Rough Rider
2: stock. There are a lot of other things to do here in Regina, although the riders are definitely a centerpiece. We have two other episodes you can check out at our website, TravelBrigade.com. One focuses on Regina in general and other things to do, such as going to the RCMP Heritage Center. They train all of the Canadian Mounties right here in Regina. Also, there are so many fun local restaurants here doing local cuisine for... Grown right here in Saskatchewan and we've also got an episode devoted just to dining in this area. But today, it's all writers all the time. We're going to start with an interview with Wayne Morsky. He's the chairman of the board of directors. Notice we did not say the owner. He is chairman of the board of directors, which answers to the shareholders of this team.
3: We're also going to talk with player David Lee, who was great to interview. It was so interesting listening to him. He's a fan of the writers himself. He's very happy to be here playing with the writers, and that was really fun just talking with him.
2: We've also got an interview with the cheerleaders here who get to cheer before 32,000 raving fans in green. We also ran across a couple of super fans out in the parking lot outside the stadium. These are the guys who developed and drive the Ryder Mobile.
3: Also included in our whole day experience, you have to spend some time at Bushwhackers. Bushwhackers is a local brewery that's not too far from the stadium. A lot of the fans go pre and post game. Really fun listening to them, talking about their Ryder experiences there, as well as they do a special of the opposing team where you can devour quote unquote your burger and the other team for the riders to give them some good luck
2: but before we do any of that we first need to do hot topics in travel stay tuned you're listening to travel brigade your weekly travel and destination show follow us on facebook at travel brigade we will be right back
4: what's hot what's not what's trending Next up, this week's picks for travel news and hot topics in travel.
3: Welcome back to Travel to your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. We are here in Regina. That's right, as one of the local DJs said. Regina. It rhymes with fun.
2: We are here to celebrate Rider Nation. That is the fans of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. It's an incredible experience to go to a game here. It's a day-long experience. It's sort of a lifetime experience because it's something that I haven't seen duplicated anywhere else. But before we get into all of that, we first need to do hot topics and travel. And my question for you is, if you saw a hitchhiking robot, would you pick it up?
3: A hitchhiking robot? Question mark. Question mark. Really? Um, I have picked up, I'm going to admit, a few hitchhikers in my lifetime, but they're generally in pretty controlled areas, like during the Sundowns Film Festival, when you know they're like people trying to get to the festival and stuff like that, but not just like stragglers on the highway. So maybe? That's my answer.
2: Well, there's a Canadian professor who's trying to figure out if people will do that. And I found this on the website cbc.ca. That's the Canadian broadcasting company. He's trying to see if he can hitchhike this robot all the way across Canada. He built this little robot mostly out of, he calls it yard sale stuff, although the chip inside lets it talk to people, lets it take pictures, things like that. But it's mostly just made of little parts you would find at a yard sale. And he's posting it out places, and then it hitchhikes, and people pick it up. And it can be charged in their car and then it starts talking to them, tells them where it wants to go, asks if it can take their picture and things. And this hitch bot, as they're calling it, will be posting on social media about all of its adventures.
3: Now that you've explained it, actually, I, I would pick it up, except for if it started getting a little bossy and telling me where it wanted to go. I don't know. I'd have to kind of, it's like an anti checker. It's like, if you're going and it's on the way, great, but... <laughs> I'm not going out of my way. I'm not going to California when I'm on my way to Toronto.
2: Yeah, apparently this has programming in it that lets it talk to people and uh, give responses and ask for things. And they sort of joke that it's a lot like a teenager and that it just starts taking pictures and different things like that. Oh, my
3: gosh. I don't need any more teenagers.
2: It's kind of bossing you around. But it'll be interesting to see. Look on social media for Hitchbot and see where he gets to across Canada. Coming up, we've got an interview with Wayne Morsky. He's the chairman of the board of directors for the Rough Riders, and they are not privately owned. They are a publicly owned team where people buy shares. What was amazing about this was we met him at the game. He immediately started talking to us. Kathleen noticed his gray cup ring. Uh, He let her try it on, and it just really amazed me how accessible he was. Um, I can't imagine somebody like Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys being the same way.
3: No, he was So nice and so sweet. And he actually offered, just so you know, to let me wear the ring. I put it over my wedding ring, so I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing, but I became a fan for life. And as a matter of fact, during this episode, you will see me tweet my picture of me and my gray cup ring.
2: Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Check out our website, TravelBrigade.com. We will be right back.
4: You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at travelbrigade.com.
3: Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We are here at Rider Nation. We just got finished watching the most incredible game, our first CFL game.
2: Yeah, we watched the Riders demolish, absolutely demolish the Argonauts. And we're really lucky we're getting to speak with Wayne Morsky, who is on the board of directors of the Rough Riders. And you're not the owner. You're like work for the people here, the people who are the shareholders. That's right. The Board of Directors is a volunteer
0: board that's part of the organization here. So everybody that's part of the Rider Nation, the fans are the owners. They're the ones that come here and they're the ones that support the team and pay for what we have to do. And it's, Without them, this thing wouldn't happen.
3: Well, we are here from the U.S., and so this is our first CFL game, and we have heard about the fans here, and of all the CFL games, we were told this is the one to be at.
0: It's crazy. They are so passionate. There's stories upon stories and photos upon photos that we get of people that travel all across the country. They come from Alberta, the costumes that they wear, they're just crazy and they start from very young. As soon as they're born, they give them a green jersey and they we got them for life.
3: What do you think it is about the passion with the fans?
0: Well, I think it's the fact that we're a provincial team, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I think that we're community owned and we're really, really conscious about always making sure everything is about the fans. Whether it's fundraising or whatever we do, the fans are the most important part we know that the players know that and so hopefully the fans do too
5: it must be it's
2: kind of a different model instead of an owner you're answering directly to the fans about how many owners
5: do you have
2: that you would have to address yeah I don't know the exact number of shares that we've sold
0: but it's really everybody that buys a ticket or buys a jersey because they're all part of rider nation so that's who we consider to be the owners of this organization
3: you know we were actually in the Rider store we had to get greened up ourselves because we were told we would look like complete idiots if we didn't dress the part and I I can't believe even from early this morning we were there and it was just so packed having like a family experience grandpa's buying their little grandkids things it's just really that whole community experience that you feel
0: yeah it's amazing we don't know what it is but it just continues to grow and grow and grow I seen the other day that you can buy a a plug for your kitchen sink and the top of it has got a rider logo on it like it's just everywhere so it's from the clothing to the paraphernalia on your car we love it though it's all about being part of the organization and rider nation
3: now we are here doing Sort of an ultimate Riders weekend. Tell us, what's your favorite thing? Your kind of your game day. What do you do? I mean, as far as like where you eat, what you eat. Do you do a barbecue? Do you come early? Kind of what's the perfect game day?
0: Well, normally what we do is we have uh, a table in the Green and White Lounge, and we go and we, we take friends and family there and visit. A lot of times, I like to stop when I'm driving here because there's barbecues on the street on people's front yards. Have a visit with them, and but it's just it's walking around and just seeing the people having fun, especially at the halftime. And with the new stadium coming, it's going to be an amazing. Experience. It's going to be an open concourse that encircles the entire stadium. And you'll just be able to walk and visit, and that's what it's all about here.
2: Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We will be right back.
4: Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade.
3: Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I am here with Jeff Griffin. We are here in Regina and Saskatchewan doing the Ultimate Riders Weekend. We are having a great time this weekend. We've had a great time all weekend long. But one of the things we had to do when we got here is to get greened up.
2: And you do that at the writer's store and they have taken anything you can put the writer's logo on and put it on there. There are pacifiers. We saw grandparents, there buying pacifiers for their grandchildren. One of the employees joked to us that we used to say we have everything but the kitchen sink, but now there's a kitchen strainer with a writer's logo on it. So now they're actually getting into the kitchen sink. And it was so fun because everybody who was there already had full writer's gear on. They were buying more writer's stuff.
3: Yeah, we were like the rioters' virgins in the store, clearly. And there were people there already. And this was in the morning of the game. So this was, you know, quite early in the morning. People at the writer's shop picking up their gear, picking up more gear. And like Jeff said, grandpa's there with his, their grandchildren, whether they're buying them pacifiers or buying them little rioters stuffed animals or getting them jerseys. We had no idea what we were getting into uh, later on that day. But I will tell you, we knew that if we didn't go, because we were, we were told by many... Many people that we would actually stick out just in street clothes and they were so right we got geared up we, we went and got ourselves little eye patches and we'll, we'll tweet some of those pictures during the show as well and of course we both got some really cool shirts
2: I've never seen anything like what we saw on the night we went to the game when the writers basically took out the Argonauts everybody was in green I've been to a lot of sporting events in my life like a sea of green sea of green 98% of the people were wearing a green writers jersey yeah the other 2% were like over that yeah <laughs> going beyond that like green capes green hats green, green watermelon
3: hats
2: they have this thing where they carve out a watermelon and put it over their head just having the jersey was just the base that was yeah that
3: was the bare minimum that was just required to get into the game
2: and I've, I've never seen anything like that where you could look out and just see nothing but one color
3: I was gonna say I was gonna say I actually did notice like two businessmen who clearly were just like here had no idea they're getting into inside there to show up at a writers game wearing some business suits and you could actually spot them I can't even tell you how many rows of people away you could spot them
2: of course with fans that devoted it's fun to be a player here and we talked to several players after the game and they all universally talked about what a privilege it is to play here
3: I was gonna say as well it's a good thing that we had some inside info because otherwise we would have really stuck out ourselves so we we got tutored, we got schooled how to bleed green
2: coming up we've got an interview with David Lee who is one of the players here Uh, we caught him after the game and he talked about how much he enjoys playing for these fans here
3: so coming up next, our interview with David Lee. Listen, if you need to get more information on the writers, please check out our website, TravelBrigade.com. We will include that link on our hot sheet for today's show. You can
4: also follow us on Twitter, at Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com.
2: First of all, tell me your name, David Lee. And I noticed you interacting with the fans here. What's that like to just, you come off and everybody wants, your autograph wants to
5: take pictures with you. What's it like to play for these fans? Oh, it's awesome. You know, I, coming, this is my first year, this this year with the Riders and coming here, they have the absolute best fans in the entire league. So to be able to come out and just interact and to be able to give back to the community a little bit and to, to interact with the people that are coming and paying our bills, it's awesome. Is it a different sense here than anywhere else you've ever been? You know, I think the Riders, here is family, and you can tell. You know, every single game, rain or shine, you know there's still going to be people in these stands. People are going are gonna to show up. It's 40 below in November, and I still see fans packing out this place. So it's just great to see, see an atmosphere where it's like family. Through good times and bad times, they're going to be here, and you know you can count on them. So.
2: Where had you played before
5: this? I played for two years with uh, the Toronto Argonauts.
2: Oh, okay. Was that kind of fun
5: tonight? Oh, it was great. You know, these are, these are all my old friends, all my old buddies, and, and they beat us pretty bad last time. And, you know, they gave me a hard time after that game, so to be able to, to come back and for us to hold our ground and to do the same thing to them is uh, is really a great feeling.
2: What's it like to go from playing in a huge city like Toronto to playing in a small city like this, and everybody is so
5: passionate about the team, just the day-to-day life of being in a city like this? It's such a privilege to be able to be here. Like in Toronto, you're really the low man on the totem pole because they have the Leafs, they have the Jays, <laughs> they have the Raptors, and now even the soccer team's getting ahead of, of the Argonauts. So to be able to come here, where the, the Rough Riders is the big show in town, you you go out on game day and you see green, you see the Saskatchewan license plates, you see all the flags. People are flying from their cars. It's just such a privilege to be here. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly
2: travel and destination show. We'll be right back. <laughs>
4: or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at
1: Travel
3: Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin. We are here in Regina doing the All Writers Weekend here in Rider Nation.
2: You just heard Wayne Morsky, the chairman of the board, and David Lee, one of the players, talking about how intense these fans are, how devoted they are. You know, I went out at halftime to get a hot dog and a Molson Pilsner, which is the drink of choice at Ryder Games, and you'll even see people wearing Pilsner boxes on their head as helmets. And I went out and I was getting ready, you know, putting my stuff on my hot dog and getting ready to go back in, and I heard these two fans by me, they said, one guy said, "Uh, should we just eat out here? Before we go back? And the other guy goes, no, we've got to go back in and get ready for the second half. <laughs> That's the devotion of these fans here. Coming up, we've got an interview with the captains of the cheerleading squad. As you can imagine, it's a great job when you get to lead 32,000 people who are totally into their team and are all dressed in the same color. They're going to tell us about some of their experiences. We had heard about this thing called the Rider-Mobile. As a
3: matter of fact, we were waiting for a ride to the game. <laughs> we were trying to get the Rider-Mobile to the right of game. But it didn't quite work out that way.
2: Well, the Rider Mobile was kind of like Bigfoot in that people told us they had seen it, but we hadn't actually seen it. That's
3: right. We didn't know if it really existed.
2: And so we're walking outside the stadium and we see these two guys dressed completely over the top. In yeah, green. with a
3: green long, what do you call those mustaches? Go- yeah, there you go. <laughs> And we
2: started talking <laughs> to big this,
3: disco pat.
2: Yeah, and we started talking to these guys, and it turns out they are the proprietors of the Ryder Mobile. They showed us pictures and everything.
3: And let's just say they were ready for game day. Is that a good way to say it? They were happy and ready for game day.
2: (laughs) Definitely. And we've also got an interview with them. So coming up, we've got back-to-back interviews, one with the writer cheerleaders and another with a couple of writer fans.
3: You're listening to Travel Brigade. Make sure you check out our website, travelbrigade.com. You can also follow us at Twitter, at Travel Brigade. We'll be right back.
4: You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com.
3: Welcome to Travel Brigade. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We are here at the pre-Riders game, enjoying the fans, the fair, the craziness already here. We found a couple crazies on the street.
2: We are so lucky. We actually found the drivers of the Rider Mobile. We had heard tales of this. It was sort of like Bigfoot. People said they had seen it, but we hadn't seen it. We actually met the drivers of the Rider Mobile, and in a place where everybody's wearing green, they've got more green than anyone. Tell us your names and how you became Rider fans, and tell us a little bit about the Rider Mobile.
6: I'm Curtis Danilek, and I was born and raised in Saskatchewan and how can you not be a rider fan when you're growing up here so we had a Ford Anglia and we tore it apart turned it into like a Flintstone theme rider car and it's something that nobody else has and we've got it and it's a lot of fun.
3: Tell us a little bit about dressing up for the game. Hi,
1: my name is Troy Lang, and I love uh, doing different costumes. Um, I'm pretty uh, pretty much a Wild Rider fan. Just Like I said, different costumes every day. just like to have a good time and a good party. I love the Riders. I bleed green. <laughs> Let's go, Riders!
3: Tell us a little bit about, you know, a lot of people in the U.S. would compare this to Yankees fans or Red Sox fans. I mean, this is like the Canadian football team. I'm,
1: I'm pretty sure it's compared to, like, uh... Big NFL teams like uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, Seattle Seahawks. Just, we just have a good time out here in Saskatchewan, Regina. Good time. Go Riders. We, ble- we love our football team, and we stand behind them. Good times, bad times. Let's just have a good time.
3: So tell us about a typical Riders day. What do you do uh, to get ready for the game as far as, like, dressing up, having a tailgate? What do you do?
6: Well, basically, we just get a whole bunch of friends together meet anywhere one place or another whoever's got a place to go we show up we all dress up we have a good time it doesn't matter nobody's better than anybody else and we party it up and
5: go riders and once we get in there we need to have a molson pilsner i understand you bet <laughs> lots of them all right
2: thank you very yeah. much guys you're listening to travel brigade your weekly travel and destination show follow us on twitter at travel brigade check out our website travelbrigade.com, we will be right back
4: Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel
2: Brigade.
3: Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin at the Raiders Stadium. We're so excited. The game's getting started, and we were lucky enough to come down to the field, meet some cheerleaders... And we're going to have an amazing day tonight. We're going to talk a little bit with them.
2: We're here talking with the two captains of the cheerleading squad here, Mitch Tupin and Caitlin Perry. Mitch, tell us a little bit what makes Rider Nation so special as you're down there on the field and you see the people up in the stands cheering. What, what makes it such a special feeling here?
6: I think the thing that makes uh, game experience better than most other stadiums is our fans just go above and beyond. Um, It's not just cheering for your home team. It's the get-up and the face paint. And on my way to the stadium, I actually saw someone who had an old 1960s car and they painted the whole thing green and and had like horns on it and flags and, and everyone just gets so excited around game time. And it's really just the whole game day atmosphere and not even game time. It's something surreal.
3: We were just over shopping to get our gear for tonight. We have to go home and change, obviously, before the game tonight. But it does. It just has this kind of feeling. We were at the farmer's market this morning. People were wearing green. We were just at Bushwhackers. The place is starting to fill up. It does. It's not just here at the stadium. It seems to be the whole town.
2: Yeah, it's uh, a whole way of life, it seems like. Tell us a little bit about what it's like being down on the field and hearing all those fans when the game first starts.
7: It's absolutely amazing being down on field level when the game starts. It's just this kind of feeling of overwhelming joy, and you get butterflies in your stomach when everybody rises for the team and watches them run out of that tunnel. Just like Mitch said, it's a completely surreal feeling and everyone in Saskatchewan just comes together as a family and stands up for our team and we all just root for them and hope for the best and it's a great time. Caitlin, how long have you been with the team? I've been with the team for my, it's my fourth year now. Nice, and what about you, Mitch?
6: This is actually my second year.
7: Nice, and you guys look like you're
3: in the spirit. Now tell me, what are your favorite things during the game, like cheers that you do or seeing the team come out? What
7: is it that's your favorite part when the game's
2: happening? Yeah, is there a signature cheer that we should learn?
7: I think for the past four years, especially, the riders are really known for the bring them out. They always do that at the beginning of every game, and that's what brings the boys out of the tunnel. And it's a fantastic atmosphere when everybody hears those bring them out words. Everybody gets up, and everyone's cheering, and everyone's screaming. You can barely even hear yourself think, so it's awesome. And uh, especially for me, I'm a dancer, so I just love dancing on the sidelines. And- just getting out on the field and showing Saskatchewan what we're all about.
3: So if it's so loud, we can like pretend like we know how to say the words, but really don't, we'll just lip sync along and pretend like we really know this. We'll do that tonight. Tell me your favorite part, Mitch, about the game or your favorite thing during this whole craziness that happens during the game.
6: Well, like Caitlin said, when they bring the players out, like that's just, I still get goose pimples from that. And even going to games when I was a kid and like it's, Definitely not the first or even 50th time that I've experienced that, but it's just always so exciting. I come from more of a stunning background, so I always like it when we'll do a stunt on the sideline that always gets the crowd to ooh and ah at us or something that is really breathtaking. But just interaction with the fans in general and having a great game followed by like a a great win with the riders is definitely my favorite part.
3: Yeah. When we're in the States, people are comparing the passion here to like people that go to the Red Sox or things like that. I mean, just this passion that goes through the whole community. And it's just amazing. As a matter of fact, I was looking at your beautiful earrings. We were just over at Hilberg and Burke before we came do a little shopping. Tell us a little bit about the connection you guys have with them. And I notice that everyone's
7: wearing the same earrings and all of that. The Hilberg and Burke has been something huge to Regina and even to Saskatchewan for a few years now. Everybody knows what Hilberg and Burke is. All girls just would die to wear them. So they've become an official sponsor of the ride organization this year. And we've been so lucky for them to sponsor our team and provide us all with these gorgeous green sparkle balls for us all to wear on the sidelines. And I think their motto is to sparkle on the sidelines along with the fans. And it's a great time.
3: We will, of course, have
7: information on
3: today's hot sheet about where you can get tickets, information about the organization. Come and try your own Ultimate Writers Weekend at our website, TravelBrigade.com, as well as you can follow us on Twitter at travelbrigade.
4: We will be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to
3: Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I am here with Jeff Griffin. We are here in Regina doing the All Writers Weekend in Writer Nation, as they call it here. You know, one of the things I think that's really important is you don't just show up to the game. I mean, kickoff was at 8 o'clock. You don't just show up at 745. That's not how you do this. Thing. It seems to be like a whole weekend where you can just embrace yourself. You know, we're staying here at the Hotel Saskatchewan. I mean, there's quite a few fans that are staying here. We went into the lobby. Everyone's kind of dressed up to go to the game. People come into town to go to the game for the weekend. And we happen to have the opposing team staying here as well, which was actually kind of fun. I thought it was really fun actually chatting with them. They were very, very sweet. And I thought, of course, this is pregame before they got slaughtered, but that's a whole other story. But I mean, I thought they were just really very embracing of the writers fans.
2: I've never heard linebackers described as sweet, but they were very
3: they were very nice.
2: Complimentary., yes. and they really view it as a challenge to play here because of the fans and the, all the extra support that they give to their team.
3: Well, and one thing that's interesting, too, is, again, we're staying here at the Hotel Saskatchewan, which is a classic hotel. We talk about that more in some of our other episodes. But what's really interesting is you have to have a compliment when you hear the football players talk about this is the best place to get brunch on all of the CFL.
2: There are a lot of places to hang out during the day, places to stop by and visit. One of the places that you particularly enjoyed was Hilberg & Burke.
3: Well, we went to Hilberg & Burke because it actually has a writer connection. It's a local jewelry artist who has created things that the Queen has worn, Michelle Obama's worn. But now that they have a collaboration with the riders, and so all the rider cheerleaders wear their bright green emerald bling on their ears. And so that was kind of a fun thing just because it's a local thing, and then it was tied with the riders. But one of the things that was really fun is to go to Bushwhackers.
2: This is a place where you can go hang out and get a locally crafted beer that they make right there in-house.
3: Or many locally crafted beers.
2: They've got great traditional pub food to go with those beers. They also make a burger for each game that sort of reflects the opposing team and then they call it that the you know the Argonaut burger and then they Encourage you to eat the opposition.
3: Yeah, well, to devour. Yes, to devour the opposition, to give writers good luck for the game. So it's actually quite a big uh, special. And so they do like a special with uh, a beer and this special burger for whatever the team is that they're playing. And it's quite unique. And so, yes, they do encourage you to come in and devour, quote, the burger so you can give the writers support. And it's really fun to just hang out there. There's a lot of writers fans there. The people that were working there are write- wearing writers' jerseys. It's very close to the stadium. And um, we talked about this brewery. And and I'm got an interview coming up next.
2: Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We will be right back.
4: You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com.
3: Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I am here with Jeff Griffin. We are here in Regina at Bushwhacker doing a little beer tasting. It's like a crappery We are having such a good time. We keep getting pushed to drink more beer. We keep saying, okay, it's kind of difficult to say no.
2: not that we're drinking more beer, it's that we're becoming more educated about the different types of beers. For example, we had a double box today that was like nothing else I've ever tried.
3: Do you love how Jeff's trying to sound like it's all about the education (laughs) when really we're just drinking beer?
2: Well, we had a porter that was just to die for the real coffee flavors. This is also a Rough Riders fans hangout on game days. Here to tell us more about it is Grant Frew. And Grant, this whole building here and the whole thing here is sort of revitalize a part of the town of Regina. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, let's see. Back in uh, the early 1990s, actually even before that, the brewery started operating in August of 1990 and we opened up our doors January 25th, 1991. And back then in the Regina Warehouse District, there were a number of businesses, but not a lot of pubs and not a lot of restaurants. So we have seen more pubs and restaurants open up and a lot more people moving into the area. A lot of these warehouses are now being turned into condos. Uh, We're seeing a lot more people living here, even families. Uh, Interesting to see people up walking their dogs now more new businesses it's becoming very uh very hip now it's it's a bustling area we're very close to the stadium so as you mentioned on uh rider game days like today there is a sea of green jerseys before and after each rough rider game and one of the things that we do sort of to honor the visiting team is we will create a special burger uh named after that team and we invite all the rider fans to devour that burger and and hopefully uh, create some good karma for the team so that we can come out victorious
3: Excellent. Tell us a little bit, too, about the beers that you create here and how many you keep on tap and uh, a little bit about the variety of those beers. Well, when
1: we first opened up, we only had six beers available. Uh, Now, 23 years later, we're up to around 30. Now, we can't have 30 beers on tap. We have nine regular offerings, uh, everything from a Blondale to our Porter, as you mentioned, also our India Pale Ale. And the other beers are seasonal and specialty beers that we do. So, of course, we have our famous Blackberry Mead, which comes out on the first Saturday in December. We have an Oktoberfest beer that comes out every fall, our summer wheat beer obviously in the summertime. So, we're, we're always trying to have our regular beers available, but we want to spice things up with different seasonal offerings as well.
3: Great. Now, we were talking a little bit about there is a Rough Riders game tonight that we are going to be attending. The Rough Riders, of course, an institution here in Regina. Tell us how your brewery became sort of the calling spot before the games
1: well it's interesting I I think a lot of it has to do with the proximity to the stadium we are very nearby Uh, if you have a look around the pub you'll notice there's actually only one television Uh, and most of the time that television isn't even turned on so we're not really a sports bar but I think that uh, just over the years we've always had this this visiting team burger and a pint special and it's, it's just sort of grown on it's a very delicious burger they're changing all the time and of course Bushwhacker beer I think it's really known worldwide now we just won a, a national award for our Regina Pale Ale it's just it's a very relaxed atmosphere here there's a lot of camaraderie and the fact that there's so much green I think that people just feel very comfortable being here in anticipation of the big game and hopefully here to celebrate after the big game.
3: Now I don't see any green beer on the menu but maybe that's something that's in the works for later on. On today's hot sheet for the show, we will have a contact for Bushwhackers. You can uh, check that out on our hot sheet at TravelBrigade.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We'll be right back.
4: They don't always agree, but they always seem to have the reasons. Next up, Travel Brigade's countdown of their favorites from this week's show on He Said, She Said.
3: Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin in Rider Nation. We are having a whole weekend about the Saskatchewan Rough Riders enjoying the game, our first CFL game. It's been the best experience. We can't wait to come back and go to some more. And we've become true Rough Riders fans ourselves.
2: I'm going to be cheering for them all the way up to November 30th when hopefully they're in the 102nd Grey Cup. Last year, the 101st Grey Cup was held here and the writers took the 2013 title, their fourth title over the years. We've also recorded a couple of other episodes about Regina, one about all of the fun things to do here, such as going to the RCMP Heritage Center where they train all the Mounties. We've also done a whole episode on dining here in Regina because there's so much fun local cuisine here.
3: That's true. This is kind of becoming this whole foodie place. Uh, there's great restaurants, great dining, great bars, and there was so much of it. We were going to incorporate it into our general show, but they're just We couldn't fit it in. There was so much to do. So we did a foodie show on Regina. That's also on our website, travelbrigade.com.
2: But we've come to the point in this episode where we each need to pick our three favorite things for He Said, She Said. As always, She Said goes first.
3: Well, I have to just go with the city environment here in Regina. I mean, it really, when they talk about bleeding green, I had no idea. I've seen kind of crazy sports fans. We've gone to a lot of places around the world. But this really, I think, just encompasses the whole like team spirit at its finest. And I think just the whole city environment, just being here in the environment when there's a game, there's no doubt that there's a game going on. Everybody's in to it everybody's going everybody's talking about it it's just a fun environment to be in
2: my number three was the writer store which we went to the afternoon before the game now i've bought t-shirts and hats and jerseys for different teams throughout my life but i've never seen it taken to this level where just everything you can think of they put a rider logo on it and people are buying it the people who were in there were already fully decked out in rider gear they were coming there for more Rider gear
3: My number two is just the accessibility of the team. As you know, we just ran into the chairman of the board of directors, and he was so sweet and kind of tied to us, but also just the players. We were watching the players. We actually interviewed quite a few of them after the game, but it was really just how accessible they were, How and just watching, kind of standing back and watching them with the fans that were there, signing things. I just thought they were very, very accessible. Cheerleaders were very sweet. I just think uh, the accessibility of feeling like you're, I don't know, part of the team, and that sounds kind of like a little cliche, but I mean, you really do, feel embraced by it and again this was our first experience and it was just so different than that very hands-off thing when you go to the nfl or or something like that it was just a very very different experience
2: my number two was the game itself this was my first canadian football league game and i had seen it on tv before i loved it even more in person the rules are a little bit different but it's still football and it was just a really exciting environment and fun to watch
3: My number one, getting to wear the Grey Cup ring from the writers last year from their season. It was really fun to wear. I mean, who gets to do that? Of course, I'm going to have this tweeted out during our show. You'll get to say, me and my new bling. Of course, it was just on loan for a short period of time, but it was super cool.
2: I'm going to try to track one of those down for our next anniversary. Yeah, there you go. I've seldomly (laughs) seen you look so happy as when you were...
3: (laughs) Well I mean, you can go with everything. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, you know. Diamonds and emeralds, it looked like. So I don't know how you can go wrong with that.
2: My number one was just the sea of green that you saw in the stands and before the game. I've been to many sporting events in my lifetime as both a fan and a sports writer. I've never seen the wearing of jerseys and green paraphernalia, team paraphernalia taken to this level. And I simply loved it. Just the visual effect of looking around and seeing a sea of green was really fun. That, unfortunately, brings us to the end of our episode. As we mentioned, we've got a couple of other episodes on Regina. But for right now, on the writer's episode, we're going to check out. Join us next week for another great travel destination. In the meantime, please remember there are two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. Whichever stage you're in, make sure you join us.
3: See you next week and enjoy the trip.
2: You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade.
0: Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at travelbrigade.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
7: A laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.